Hey, what it do with the business is? It is another week in the books with the On Deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lou. Man, I'll let your boy Animal Brown, Animal underscore Brown, if you're looking for me on social media. I am Spike Lou on those same social sites. Holla at your boy, boy. Another week in the books. How you holding up out there, sir? Man, I am good in the hood dodging these raindrops. It has been raining for what seems like nine days straight. Need that rain. Rain means growth. Growth. Yes. Got your Alfredo merch on. I'm repping while I'm stepping. Nigga Freddie Gibbs, nigga the best out right now. Hell, you tell me. Is he? Easy. We'll get into that later. Khaled didn't think so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this week on the On Deck TV podcast, man, Lil Dark is aiming to buy O-Block. Is that a good or bad idea? DJ Quick burns a publishing check and has some harsh words for some other people out there. And West Side Gun says his discography is untouchable. Mm. But first, TEE, punch to be exact, teased on his social media sites that something is coming. Something is dropping. People are anticipating that it may be Kendrick Lamar. Animal Brown, how big of a letdown would it be for you if this TDETs isn't a Kendrick Lamar album. Hey, man, listen. They talking about the wait is over. They got this Friday the 7th. If this is anything but a Kendrick Lamar album, because I'm seeing the theories. The mm. theories are that it's an Isaiah Rashad album. Oh, my God. Listen, because that's, that's somebody's birthday, his grandma's birthday or something. Shout out to Grandma Rashad, all of that. I don't want to hear your grandson's album this week or ever, honestly. I'm going to skip that shit. If they're doing a rollout with a promo video and a gas in the wait is over for Isaiah Rashad, hey, man, that's the letdown of the century. This has to be Kendrick. This better be Kendrick. We haven't gotten an album since 2017 with Damn, which was fire. And he's got four festivals coming up in June and July. There's no way in hell he is performing 2017 and an older material in a 2021 festival. If I was at the festival and he comes out the dam, I want a refund immediately. There's no way that this is not Kendrick. And if it's not, I'm disappointed as fuck. If it's not Kendrick, I, there, it's time for a Kendrick Lamar album. I right. will start there. One million percent. Boy, TDE has built itself up as good, big, solid enough label to where if I get a Schoolboy Q album, I won't be mad. If I get a J-Rock album, I won't be mad. Absol drops, I won't be disappointed. I won't be looking for it, but I just wouldn't. I won't be disappointed because it's new TDE. I would love to have a Kendrick album, but I think that Punch left himself a lot of room because I don't think it's going to be a new Kendrick album. One is too close to the new announcement that we just heard of Cole's album. And I think he's going to cook a little bit longer. I'm ready for the Kendrick album. I think it's time to come out, but I will not be disappointed if this isn't the drop that TDE is coming out with. Managing your expectations is what this is all about. I don't expect a Kendrick album anytime soon. And I think that's bad for him. I want to know what you think about that. I think that's bad for him that I'm a pretty big Kendrick Lamar fan. I've gotten used to not hearing him. Yeah, like, I've gotten used to him not being around, not on features. Even when you have lapses from the big guys like Cole or Drake, or Big Sean, when he took his hiatus, them niggas were still doing features. Kendrick Lamar is on a milk cart right now. Yeah, and and he, he needs to find himself because and they said he was working on some shit. Remember this time last year, he was supposed to headline Coachella. I still hold fast to the thought that he was going to drop something right before that, and I still think so too. And 
the one of these um, festivals, they confirmed, well, they said late 2020 when they announced that Kendrick was going to be the headliner, that he had new material coming. So no more of a better time than right now because this shit starts June like 20th is when the festival should start. So, hey, we're right around the corner, dude. Now, I don't know about J. Cole dropping his shit next week, maybe stepping on his toes. I don't know if that was a chess move or if that was already already planned. I don't know. But this better be a Kendrick Lamar album, Do Not Tee. And then remember, he was shooting like a video not too long ago. Like, this is all shaping up to be a Kendrick album. It's it's time, bro. We don't – I don't want to hear no goddamn Sizzler album. No Isaiah Rashad. I don't want to hear none of that shit. (laughs) Did you see his Instagram punch Instagram? It says a room full of mirrors.com coming soon. And got like two artists on there. Did you see that? No. This was after he put that coming soon thing. So this may be who he's talking about. Like it may have dropped. I don't know who these two dudes are. Or if it's even a dude. It says, he said the wait is over. It says few can resist the power of the mirror effect. You know what that's about? What the fuck does that mean, punch? One question for you. J. Cole said he's dropping on the 14th. What if Kendrick Lamar, Drake, and J. Cole drop on the same day? Is that feasible? That'd be the greatest day in hip-hop history, nigga, at least in recent memory. When is three A big boy A-list GOAT niggas ever dropped on one day like that? Like, I'm, I'm they sure it's happening. I think they really- should try to do that. Nah. Because, like, they, they have more camaraderie amongst each other than if you look in any other era and look at the top three rappers, right? Kendrick like, and Drake? Can, who? Kendrick and Drake? I don't know about that. Hmm, they ain't beefing. Like, if they, it ain't on if they in the room. Like, when Nas and Jay-Z were the top two rappers, like, they couldn't get together and be like, hey, let's all drop on the same day. These niggas are at least uh, accommodating enough to each other to where this could be something to put in effect. I'd like to see that, actually. It's too much money on the line, bro. Too much money. everything's opening up at the same time, this would be the perfect time to do that. Like, I don't got to stagger shit out. If we all drop right here in May, we know when June come and that gold date that Biden got out there for July, we rolling. We might do a, a three-headed monster concert tour. Nah, How hey. much you charging for that Drake, Kendrick, and J. Cole concert? Nigga, that's going to be 500 for the nosebleeds, nigga. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I don't need all three at the same time. I, don't, I can't you do don't need all three. I ain't, you ain't going to have to sit with no Drake album. You just digest that real quick. You just sit with the Cole and the Kendrick fuck out of here next <laughs> after that bullshit uh let's go to chicago man news broke that the parkway gardens housing project um in chicago notoriously known as o-block was up for sale shy town hometown hero Ladurt tweeted out man hey whatever the price i'm copping it doesn't matter let me get that now we talk about buying the block all the time or buying back the block all the time um is buying back o-block a good idea uh, maybe not so much if you're a little dirt. I think this is a great idea if it's a little dirt. Invest in your money where you grew up or where you got a name for yourself. And it is the most violent block in Chicago. So that could drive the value down <laughs> of it. But it being a little dirt, I feel like if he's investing his money in it, then the same nonsense won't be going on. Like he's one going to protect his investment. So he may buy it. I mean, look, this is a one million percent fantasy world. Okay. If he were to buy it, though, I feel like that he would tell the niggas out there like less of the gang banging and shooting and killing and the things that go on on the most dangerous block in Chicago and let me flip this. Let's eat. Let's take this because that's a that's a nice piece of real estate. Yeah. 
minus the violence. Like if you can get the violence out of it, you can make some really, really, really good money. So whoever gets to buy this and is maybe they change some zoning laws or whatever, maybe can eat good off this. But if it were a little dark, I'd like to see it because he could spearhead a change in that community and get it to where it needs to be. I'm giving him a W for the buying up the block talk. I'm always here for that. I just don't know about buying up the old block. I don't know about that. Like I, like I salute the ambitions. It, that's very respectable. And But I would love to ask Dirk, okay, cool. Like you, you're trying to copy it. Like now what? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like what, what, I'm, I'm curious to know what his plans are. Because that takes a lot of money, time, and expertise, dude. You buying up literal housing blocks. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to know what the fuck you're doing or have a game plan and not just make it sound cool on Twitter, dude. Like I would love to know what his plans would be as to what to do with it but i and it sounds cool it's a cool headline man hometown hero even though he's not technically from that street let's be clear that's king vaughn that's chief keith that's michelle obama too but he's you know he reps chicago it's all you know same thing whatever mm -hmm. so i would love to know what his plans would be other than just talking on social media dude that's all i'm saying what do you mean just talking you got to put it out there that's how you get stuff happening like, let's say uh, somebody sees that as part of a development group and says, hey, that would be a good look for him to be the face of it all because he put it on social media. I like that. It gets people, it lets people know that you can do it. Like having, it's cool to have backroom conversations and plan stuff out, but it's also dope sometimes to let people know, hey, we're able to do this. Like I can go buy old block. I can have the conversation at least to buy it. And it's not as like extensive as you said. It's two blocks. You're mm -hmm. talking about like 80 housing units. Okay. So a, a very basic plan, I think, would be the, the complaints were that the people that own it now and the reason that they're selling it is because they're getting a lot of complaints from the tenants that they don't take care of the building. They're not invested in the community. And the reason that they're getting out is because they want to buy more land in Chicago. So if they continue to get this bad press, then they won't be able to buy more land in Chicago. The group, I can't remember the name of it, but I don't think it would be a lot of deep, like what else do he need to say for you, for you to be like, oh, okay, this is cool. Now I would just love for him to elaborate on it. That's all. And, I, and I'm not expecting him to do that in 140 characters. I'm just saying, I'm just saying if we had the chance to rap with him, that would be one of the questions I would know. Or if he did an interview in these next couple of days, I would love to hear his perspective, uh, hear him elaborate on it. Would you um, be disappointed if he was like, man, I'm just putting money up, bro. I'm just looking for a return. I'm just investing in like this niggas that I know that this on a group with me to do this, but I'm just putting up, they need three million, I'm giving them three million. Would you no, that's fine. No, no. I'm just curious. I wouldn't be yeah. mad at that. That's the name of the yeah. game. He may, he may be learning. He may not know. He just need. He just know I need three million. Okay, cool. I got that. I'll figure this shit out later. Then that's fine. Okay. Yeah. Now we do have an update. Mm -hmm. The housing project has been purchased by who? Well, that, not, that was for sale before they even mentioned that. Dude. Not by LaDirt, though. Yes, it was purchased immediately after news hit that it was up for sale. Y'all know how that goes. If you don't, it was probably already sold before the news hit uh, mainstream. So don't even worry about that. Uh, quote, it is, used, uh, it is going to be developed beautifully and completely out of price range of most of the current residents, according to reports. It's um, going to be developed out, so it's just going to be gentrified? Yeah. Yep. They'll, they'll, they're going to probably redo the um, redo the buildings and probably make them townhomes or some type of shit like that. So mm. that's what that's going to do. Um, this did make me think of real quick before we move on. This made me think of Takashi when he went to O Block. <laughs> and he went like three in the morning. It's like, five, it was like where y'all niggas at? Yeah. That nigga was the biggest shuck. Like, that, just, <laughs> that shit was funny, though. He was, was a 
He was Boy. a huge shuck, but that was funny as well. You could hear the birds chirping and everything, bro. It was hilarious, bro. That was a funny-ass troll right there. That nigga's nuts, man. <laughs> that shit wasn't funny. He's fucking nuts. But, yeah, somebody copied hey, I'm going to talk. Hey, I'll tell you later what I think, how he's still playing an effect on people today and that shit happening. Mm. But that's in the wins and the losses. Make sure you guys stick around for that. For now... Your man's DJ Quick. He burns a $188 publishing check from Death Row. He needs his real money, DJ Quick said. All the stuff that he did for Pac and Dre, he needs that money. And y'all need to show some respect to him. My question to you, does DJ Quick have legit gripes about his status in the game? Or is he just cloud chasing? Now he's got legit status. Well, for all, he was doing both. <laughs> Let's be clear. You burn a check on Instagram Live and you DJ Quick, you 50, you're clout chasing. Let's be clear. Number two, because this is your first $188 publishing check from Death Row. They've been coming in for the last 30-some years, dude. Now, they probably have gotten progressively lower, but it ain't like it went from $55,000 to $188, dude. So the check you got six months ago, nigga, was two twelve, dude. And you didn't burn that on Instagram. So he's cloud chasing on that side. However, DJ, quick resume is deep, though. Like, and, and people need do need to add some respect on his name. Like, he was talking about Pac, Dog Pound. He even mentioned um, Nelly and what he did on Hot in Here. Who knew that? Whatever that was. Yeah, he said they left him off the credits. That's what I'm – but what he do, though? Nigga, like, so that's what I'm saying. Fifty Cent, he said Kendrick, King Kunta. He said he did some shit on there. So like he's been around for a long time and has remained, you know, stable financially. To my fucking knowledge, I don't know, but he's done something right. We don't see DJ Quick out here asking for money on the side of the road. So he did something right, and he's had his hands in a different, a lot of different pots. So people do need to put respect on his on his name, even though I don't really too much rock with like his style or his music. He don't really, this shit don't really move me like that. It. But it's interesting to learn what he's been on, man. He needs an interview. Somebody need to talk to him because I would love for him to go more in depth with this. DJ Quick is a legend, one hundred West Coast legend for sure. Period. He's a legend. Period. Not wow. even just West Coast. Um, you said wow. <laughs> That's nuts. DJ, and this is to the point that I'm making. Like, people know DJ Quick name ring bells. And from what I read of his gripe, like, when you're in the studio with Pac and you're putting in hours and you don't get paid for it and you're in the studio with Death Row and you, you make all of this timeless classic music, that ain't what DJ Quick is going to get paid for. So you burning a $188 check means nothing to me. Like you were in there building the blocks and the foundation for DJ Quick today at 50 to be that legend, mm. which is why I led with that. Like that nigga can get a lot of money for a beat, a lot of money for some different stuff that he does because he because he put that work in with Pac and with Death Row back in the day. Who cares that you mad that you don't know how to do the paperwork to get your money, bro? Like you've been in the rap game for 30 years. If you still are not getting writing credits from Kendrick Lamar and Nelly after you had been in the game 20 years previous, that's on you, bro. Like, you just don't know how to handle your business. I, don't, I ain't heard nobody else say, man, I ain't get my money for hot in here. Like, everybody else is credited on. It's 20 people, 20 writer credits on that song. You the only nigga that he left off? Man, come on, bro. This cloud chasing. I love DJ Quick, too, but you cloud chasing, bro. Like, you ain't the only nigga that, that got left out of the credits. 
this this is what I imagine royalty checks be looking like, bro. Mm. So, like, like they, this makes more sense to me than Slim Thug being able to pay for a thirty room mansion, uh, a whole variety of whips <laughs> off of one album royalty check. Like this, one hundred eighty eight dollars makes more sense to me, dude. Thirty That's years Texas. Later. Texas is different though. Clearly, Texas has a more independent mind. Well, from what they say, more independent mindset, and it was. I think it's one less. I think Slim Thug said the reason behind that is is like one less middleman or Scarface or one of them was sure, saying, yeah. and saying that like us going directly to the dude that was printing up the records made it so we could get a lot more money. And I think that was still wrong true for him. But DJ quit capping though. Like, come on, bro. Like, I, I just don't. I, I don't believe that Nelly spitefully left him all hot in here. Like, bro, this. I made a lot of money off this goddamn record. You, you need a million? Here you go, bro. Like, here, here. Just take it, DJ Quick. That's bro. on you, my nigga. Do your paperwork right. Plus, he didn't name nothing past, like, 03. Yeah, nigga. Like, <laughs> come on. King I mean, it, <laughs> that was 10 years ago, nigga. How did here was 15? You just now coming out saying something? I'm glad. I'm glad that he was eating good enough to where he didn't have to bring this up. That's, That's what I, that is. There you yeah. go, DJ Quick. We'll I leave like that it. on a high note for the West Coast legend, DJ Quick. For sure. Facts. What West, we got Coast, next? West Coast only. Um, no. Real quick, on. before we get to this DJ Khaled album review, let's take it up top to Buffalo. Your man's West Side Gun prepping for the upcoming release of his new project, Hitler Wears Hermes 8. Uh, he made a bold claim. He said, quote, I have the illest discography of all time. Don't compare me to nobody who did it one, two, or three times. I'm 20 times straight for eight years in a row. Woo! My question, does he have the illest discography of all time? No. Short answer is no. <laughs> it's not nice to have that confidence, though. I like the confidence. And, um, if we're speaking like this is one of them where you said with DJ Quick, you have to clarify it. Maybe I'm talking about Boom Bap. Nobody got 20 straight Boom Bap albums like this. But when we talking about niggas just barring you up, like, bro, you're not even like, I don't think his discography is even in the top 10, 15. And I'm being nice by saying 10 or 15 people. Man, he got a long way to go. Westside Gun got a long career before he started to tell people about his discography. And this is the switch in the game now that we, as older elder statesmen of hip-hop now, will pay attention to because it's different measurements. Mm. Like, this nigga can say I went 20 straights because it's normal to come out with 20 projects. Now, like, niggas that came up in our era, they don't got 20 projects. Like, that just started with the mixtapes and things of that. That started maybe in the 2000s. So about the last, what, 10 years, 10, 20 years, yeah. I would say that you got people like that, like Gucci, Jeezy, yeah. Wayne. But like the goats, like Jay-Z, Nas, the people that we're familiar with, Eminem, those people, like they don't got 20 projects. So maybe he talking about niggas of a younger elk that we have no idea about. But no, I'm not rolling with this. Just because you drop an ungodly amount of music. <laughs> and they may be straight. Like, I'm not finna sit here and be like, hey, that shit trash. Nah, like I fuck with Westside Gun. It's cool. Like I fuck with it. But then you also gonna sit here and tell me, man, like, I don't know the difference between Hitler wears Hermes three and seven. I don't know. It all runs together to me, dude. It's cool. One listen, two listens, maybe, and then I'm out. It's not slow. It's just I'm not, I'm not putting it up there with other people's discography. When you got niggas like Kanye shit, you got Jay shit, he got four classics on a slow day. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't do them any kind of way, dude. Like, even if we talking mixtapes, dude, like Fab and Ross and like, bro, like I'm not, and Wayne and, bro. And this this goes to the respect wow. and the history of the music when we always talk about it. Westside is not that young of a guy. But with that being said, when we're talking about the history of the music, when the guys get on there and say, well, I don't listen to Tupac, I don't listen to Biggie, that's fine. You don't have to listen to it, but you got to know the game. You can't come in, like, you can't be Steph Curry and be like, bro, I don't know who Jordan is. I just shoot threes, my nigga, and I'm killing. Can't do that's that. That's fine, bro, but you still got to know the game. And to come out and say something like this discredits a lot that he's done as a creative because it seems like he don't know the game, bro. Like, come on, man. You know your discography is not up there with goats. Yeah, I'm talking about goats. He got he to chill. I, I, I fuck with him. First of all, and real quick, though, do you know his real name? Mm-mm. <laughs> Westside Alvin Dunn. Lamar Worthy. <laughs> I, just, I just thought that was funny. Shout out to Alvin my Alvin Lamar Worthy. That's nuts. His dad was what? That's, that's nuts. That <laughs> name nasty. But that is nasty man. <laughs> Gun, you tripping? Uh, with all due respect. And by, I get it. You like, even got the best discography in this count. That's what. I, listen. But and, and, and then when you have to say that. Yeah. Man, let me know his question. I'm questioning you all well, bro. I'm going to tell you who I don't want to meet ever is Ooh. the nigga that's familiar with all 20 of those West Side Gun. Oh, problems. no. I don't ever no. want to meet that nigga. No, nah, I ain't got time for that. God, I do not. No. Son, you got to check out. Nah, nah, son. That's on that volume three of the Hitler West or Med, son. No. It was the interlude on. Like, bro, get out of my face, nigga. No. Go back to Buffalo. Yeah, no. Nah. Somebody listening right now knows all the fly God is an awesome God, nigga. You telling me that? Whoa, whoa, one or two or three, nigga. Which one? Like, relax, B. Bro, not all eleven. Yeah, no, nah, we ain't got time for that. No. Um, what we do have time for is a brand new DJ Khaled album. Apparently, it's just your man's, of course. Uh, DJ Khaled, after teasing, he dropped two singles last year with Drake that that made a little bit of noise, not a lot, a little bit, did a little some. COVID pushed this album back uh, to last Friday, which is what we have here. It is called Khaled Khaled, which is his actual government name. Speaking Khalid, of Khalid Khalid. <laughs> it is his 12th studio album um, from the DJ. Now, let me ask you, where are you? And we've rated like albums, some of his albums before on previous episodes. Make sure y'all go check that out in the archives. But where are you at as a DJ Khaled fan of his projects that he puts out? Where where are you at? And how did that play into your anticipation of this particular joint? His previous projects, I, I mean, Khaled is going to do what Khaled does. Give you big smashes with big artists, nice collabs. I like the creativity of him grabbing artists and saying, this will sound good with that. I think that's a talent. That's a skill. Like, I don't think he's just calling people, hey, can you hop on this track and then figure it out. I think he put it, it comes about in his head, man, what if I get Migos and her on a song? Or if I get Bryson Tiller and Rihanna? Like, that's cool for someone to sit and do that. It loses its luster, though. It, those albums are not really big on playback for me. Now, you'll find a couple of joints off those, like all the albums that he's releases, a couple of smashes on there, but the rest of it, you just kind of like cipher through what you like. So that's at least what I expect when Khaled comes out with an album. When he announced this, where this put me, though, and, and what my mindset was, is this the answer to our question? We were like, okay, who's going to be the artist to kick the summer off? This is, I think this is it. I think this is the perfect. We didn't name, name him when we were talking about this, but now looking back on it and thinking over it, this is the perfect person. 
Because mm-hmm. if it flops, who cares? It's Cali. Like, I can do this shit again next year and get the big name. Like, it'll take two or three flops for me for this to fall off. And at the same time, it lets us test the water with big artists. Like, he ain't got to worry about rapping. We can get the big names like Migos and Her and Lil Baby on there. We can throw singles out different and try different stuff. And we can see, is the music game back where it was before we started off in COVID? So I do think that there was a good test case. And that's what I was looking forward to as to how it sounded, how people were responding to it, what it looked like on social media, what it looked like as far as just being in the atmosphere post well, not post COVID, but getting out of COVID. Yeah, like I, I'm, I'm cool with some of his albums, but the, much like the the West Side Gun discography, they start to run together. Like I can name you a couple of fire ass Khaled songs, but then I'll struggle to remember which album they on. You know what I'm saying? Like, ah, shit, was that uh, We the Best or was it Ah Fuck Kiss the Ring? Uh, uh, nigga, I don't know. They all running together. With that being said, yes, he obviously has a talent for this, a knack for this. He's on, he didn't get to his twelfth album for nothing. You know, so he he's done that by doing big anthems, big stadium records, um, getting A-listers, and this is no exception. Jay, Nas, Puff, Ross, the baby, Drake. So like it's it's a who's who, Timberlake and all Bieber. So clearly his Rolodex is still active because he can get niggas on the horn quickly with no issues. So I gotta respect him for that. I would love to know how he's pulling how he's still politicking that shit off though. Like, what is he trading off, dude? A shout out on his fucking Snapchat? Like, I don't know. I don't know. To who, though? Trading off to who? Like, where's Justin Timberlake been? Like, I ain't heard his name in years, nigga. How you get him on here, dude? That's the look for Timberlake, right? If Timberlake wants to put a song out, if Khaled call you, he can negotiate. He can sell it to where, look, bro, this is going to be popping. I know you're going to get you out there. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to annoy the shit out of you. He's going to annoy the shit out of you. That's one. But two, I, I mean, there's nobody on here, like there's no J. Cole or Drake or Kendrick Lamar. Well, Drake on there, but those I'm old here songs. twice, my nigga. Oh, those songs are a year old. Like, ain't, ain't, no, ain't no new Drake certified. Ain't no certified lover boy Drake on here. No, no. Some Aubrey, some, some old Drake, but it ain't no certified lover boy. And that's my point. Like, I think that everybody on here kind of fits the realm that Khaled's in. Like, it's still a favor for a favor. He didn't overshoot on this one. Like, with the other one, we had Rihanna. And, and the, I think she was on the last one, right, with the Bryce Attila, the Wild Thoughts joint. You, that shit that run together, one? man. I don't know. It might have been the one before. I, I think that was the last one. But he ain't really have that big, what am I getting out of this uh, name on there? I think Cardi was maybe the biggest. Wild Thoughts was Wild Thoughts was on Grateful, which was right before this last one. The last one was Father of a Side. Yeah, I ain't. Right, so I can't keep out. That's what I'm saying. That's the, part of the all problem. the titles run together. Like Kiss the Ring, we the best. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's all part of the problem. Now he is. This is distributed through Rock Nation. So oh, that's it. Yeah, that that gets you some pull. Clearly, that explains a lot of these people. Megan Thee Stallion, Hove, all of that. But after I listen to it, like as I get into my uh, initial thoughts, mm-hmm. um, I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool. I thought it was a lot of low-hanging fruit. You know what I mean? Even though we say he has a knack for adding people on songs that wouldn't necessarily belong. Like, you wouldn't necessarily hear Big Sean, A Boogie with the Hoodie, Rick Ross, and Puff ad-libbing. Like, you would, that's not something you would normally hear or ask for, possibly. But he did it on here, and I thought it worked fairly well. 
but I can't say the same for the other joints on here though. Like a lot of this shit, taking a sample and throwing two A-listers on there, bro. That's there's no you're not taking no chances, fam. And it, and it turns out it's cool, like it's okay, but you're not making you're not taking no risk and you're not taking no chances. And it comes through in the music for me. It sounds basic to me. That doesn't mean it's not enjoyable. It's just basic. And he he went for the layup, in my opinion. It is a very safe album. There you go. A one million percent safe. Another word that I heard associated with this album is rushed. I didn't get that though. Mm. I do feel like that this, mm. like he was sitting on this and put this together as best you could with the distance and COVID and everything else that was going on. So I didn't think it was rushed, but I do feel like it was a safe album. But that's Khaled though. Not all that, the time. Nah, that's not true though. That's yeah. not true. Like, you can, unless he got like Bunta Boy and some fucking foreign people on that I've yep. never heard of in my life. Yeah, he always do that. He always had the boot the, the Buju Bonton joint at the yeah. end. He do that every album though. You know so that's fine. Is. He can have it. He can get that off. But, but it's on always the, safe. The other ones, you got like Skyface and Crit, and you got like you got these matchups like that aren't crossover like no they're not justin bieber and somebody but i don't want to hear that shit dude i don't want to hear post malone and the baby i don't need that i don't want that at all just because post malone is a big act over here and the baby is a big act oh let's put them two together no nigga that's that doesn't sound good to me dude <laughs> this album not for you though this album is clearly for, uh, like uh this the karen's album this and is like that's the problem this though. is hip-hop light 100 percent. but you had to put hip-hop light out to see if hip-hop would work right now. So I get why they do it. My question would be, and I guess this is like an, an uh, oxymoron here asking this question after I said it was hip-hop light, but I would have preferred if it was going to be hip-hop and you were going to do this. Like, where's West Side Gun, who we just talked about? Where's Freddie Gibbs? See what I'm saying? Amigo, I mean, what's he not? Where's uh, Moneybag Yo, who just had a number one album? Like, th th there should have been people on this album I think if it wasn't hip hop, like that would have made it a lot more effective. Like, and he used to do that. That's he did he used to do that. So it may go to what you said as far as the trade off. Like if I'm calling Money Bag Yo and I'm DJ Khaled and maybe Money Bag Yo is like, no, nah, I'm cool, bro. Like you ain't, you ain't got the crowd I'm looking for no more. Yeah. Maybe Money Bag Yo tells him that. Maybe uh, Freddie Gibbs tell him that. You know what I'm saying? Maybe Griselda tells him that. Yeah, those are people that should be on this album because they're big enough, and this is the stage for them. And when you get on here, and you like when you do your thing, like the Nas and Scarface hip hop song, uh, the Crit Cole, uh, yeah. it was a Crit Cole, Jake Drake, was Drake on there? I can't remember. I'm not gonna but lie, you know the song I'm talking about. I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. Those are moments in hip hop. There's no moment on this album. I one million percent would. No, that's not true. The the J the J and Nas is a moment. That's, that's a moment. moment. That's all. What? That's mid. They've been on three songs, dude. Four songs. They've been on a lot more life. than three songs together. They've been on like six songs together. No, they haven't. They've been on four. This is the fourth one. That's not true, bro. Bro, I'm telling you, success on American Gangster. Okay. Black Republicans. Okay. On uh, Nas's album, and then they were on Ludacris's album, Theater of the Mind. Both of them. They were on the hip hop, Raise Me or hip hop something. They only been on. I just seen a list where it was like seven songs, and that'll play this like seven more months. Oh, but go ahead. No. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look it up. Why you? I think it's only been the three. So th that's a moment, bro. No. And even if it's not, the last time they were on a song together was fucking American Gangster. That was Jay still had a Caesar back in, dude. Like nigga. That, <laughs> well, I'm saying it's not a big deal for Nas and Jay Z to be on a song for old niggas true. like no, you. Not yes. Not, not anymore. Like it ain't. 
I'm talking about big hip hop moments. That's not true. That ain't a, a mo- It was a moment when it was Black Republican. It was maybe a moment when it was success, but now it's just like this song is better than Black Republican, though. It is. It's better than any song that they've done. It's just not a moment anymore because we've seen it. Like Jay Z and Nas doing a song together is not big. It don't it, move the meter no more. It, it's a no. That's cap. But yeah, if, no, if they, for you, for you, because you're sixty five. You didn't see Lil Baby when he first heard the verse. Did huh? you see that? What the video of Khaled playing this for Baby? That nigga was in shock at what Jay Z was saying, dude. Baby, Lil Baby, Lil Baby. yes, oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, little baby, know what's going on. Come on, man. Dirk, Dirk was in shock, nigga. Dirk and, had no idea what was going on. Nah, nah come on. Dirk did not know. Dirk, Dirk, oh, had no idea. The nigga had the city like I promise you. When that was over, when Dirk was outside, was hey, what do you mean by B and the other dude, bro? What was he talking about? Break that down for me, bro. I promise you, Dirk had that conversation with his homeboy. <laughs> I know he did. Well, he maybe asked little baby that. Hey, man, what did he mean by that, bro? What nah, do you mean he was ripping it. These these mid twenty somethings hearing this nigga like yo nigga this shit hard as fuck like so no it's not because I'm old and washed even though I am old and washed clear about that mm-hmm. it's not the reason that I like the song or that it was a moment hype Williams video even though the video was mid though video was video super, super mid but hype Williams rustier than hell behind that lens dude be clear about that but I will say going back to what Cali used to do he I mean he still always had the A-listers like we we're not finna act like nigga he had a album full of uh, Ace Hoods and shit but nah. he would he would have the A-listers and sprinkle in the Kodaks and sprinkle in maybe oh you know YG or something that on that level to go with the futures and the Drakes and all that shit and that was cool but this one is a little too commercial for me personally and it's too like like a couple of these joints, man, are like ultra, like positive, which is fun. Look, that's cool. But I don't know if you've ever seen like a Khaled interview. Have you ever seen a nigga that's always too positive? You're like, bro, like that's not how life works. Like, start, you, you, like you, bro, like relax. You don't wake up like this, nigga. Like, I don't give a fuck what you say. Like, people that used to accuse Kevin Hart of that, like, bro, turn that shit off, dude. That's like, you, you, like, fuck all that. You're not that chippy nigga at work every fucking morning, dude. Like, nobody likes that person, dude. So, this album is the chippy nigga at work, dude. And I'm like, yo, get out of my face, dude. It's too early. I have my Starbucks, dude. So, that's what I'm saying. This is what that gave me. And I don't like that sound. Down, man, it's it's cool, but it's bro, it's 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 it's, it's I don't this know. Was a, it's this amazing. was a we back album. We back outside. That's how it had to sound. Like I said, that's why I continue to say this was a this was a test case. I wouldn't be surprised if Cal- Khaled had another album before the end of the year, or right on no top way. of this in a year. But yeah, I mean, this was a test case. This is to see is it okay? And I think it's testing well, and it's gonna be okay. Hence the announcement from J Cole. But yeah, it is happy. It is light. Like they want people. This is going to be played in the hookah spots. In the there you go. Spring break. Like this yeah. is on Miami Beach. Like this is what that is. This is what this is. What hundred percent. He did a good job at it with that. The risk factors. I don't think that he could take that one. Like it's like you said. Well, like I said earlier, it's there for him. He could flop and bounce right back because it's Cali. Nobody's really expecting him to make a, a classic album. They expect him to put good music out yep. and be uh, reflective of the time. So I think that he was able to navigate it well. I'm not that mad at the sound like you were. What, what worked on here for you? My guy, tearing it down every song that he gets on, solidifying his spot as the number one rapper in the game. Let's go, Aubrey, little baby. Drake, yes. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> Lil Baby. 
Lil Baby and that Dirk song, the first time Dirk's ever ripped it in his life. And I fuck with Dirk too. He didn't rip that though. He ripped that. Are you serious? I'm very oh, you gotta listen to that again. Nah, How many times you I had that on repeat, Sarah? I like that song. That song is banger, but I'm here for baby though. I ain't Dirk some mid on him. Nah, Dirk ripped that. Mm-hmm. He ripped that. He stuck with baby. So that definitely worked for me. And I like Kari's song. That worked for me. That she, was a good song. You hear song. her talk about that? Yeah, she capped. She turned it in 48 hours before and all that type of shit? She may have turned it in 48 hours before, but I still don't think that that means it took her two days to write. But and also, too, the, what I didn't, some people going back and forth with her about it, like, she's a rapper. What else does she have to do? That is her job. That's true. You, that you're, you get paid a lot of money to rap, dude. So getting a verse ready in two days really isn't a big deal. It should from be. Her, to be fair, from her perspective, though, she probably has a lot in her world. She got a lot going on. A lot on. going on. Yeah, I ain't saying I know she got kids and a husband and Man, Reebok deals and big, photo big, shoots. Big, big, I'm not saying like she's sitting at home, but her primary job is rapping. So That's if a right. motherfucker be like, hey, I need a verse in 48 hours, it shouldn't be no problem. <laughs> she can at the very least pay that nigga Paradise Fontaine to write that shit and he'll get it right though for it like he usually do. Partisan Fontaine, even though Ice Fontaine kind of sounds hard too though. Ice Fontaine. He's partisan Fontaine is his name. Ice, I'm calling him Paradise Fontaine. Oh fuck! Can, <laughs> that's, that's his name. But that worked for me. Uh, I like Big Paper. I like Every Chance. Um, the old Drake songs, even though they were old, I still fuck with those. Sorry, not sorry. Hove murdered it. Clean Nas up again on a track. <laughs> Shout out to all you Nas fans out there. And um, that was it. I, that was pretty much it. Some songs yeah. added to my playlist. I would probably never listen to this album again in full. I fuck, I fuck with a sorry and I'm sorry. I thought it was a cool, I thought I like the song. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna act like it's the greatest song of all time, but I like the song. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. I thought both of them ripped it. I like the crypto bars from Nas. They Nas said he had to go back in after he heard the J verse. And then Jay Duke came out with I'm the cryptocurrency Scarface. That was hard. The Coinbase and that all that. Not, that was not hard. What? Bro, that was come on, man. You're the nah. crypto Scarface, bro? I like all that, that shit. What does that mean? What does that mean? I mean, say what hello to my mean? little friend, motherfucker. That's what man, it's saying. get the fuck out of here, man. Nobody even know what that shit mean. But Niggas, then, I say this. I always say this. Nigga, oh, no, it's ripped that. What are you talking about? No, nah, he ripped that, though. Oh, no, he ripped it, though. Like, what, what does the crypto Scarface even mean? I just told you. He ripped it. <laughs> dude. This, one, <laughs> this, this crypto world is one big pussy trying to get fucked, dude. That's oh, all it is. All right. Stop, man. Stop. But, Tell me what worked for you on the album. But I will say, I, I, I did. I fuck with Jay shit. Jay, Jay still can, even in this day and age, I was talking I was talking Effortlessly. to Jay. Yeah, this is easy. I was talking to Jay about this, too. Uh, FSPJ, not Jay-Z. I was going to say, Jay-Z? Yeah, that'd be crazy. Um, he, back in the day, what made Jay one of the things that made Jay dope was how he could address um, current events mm-hmm. in his music. And now that's easy. That's even easier for him to do because this is all digital. Like he can record that. Sh- Cardi sent the shit in with two days left to go. You know what I'm saying? Jay can do the same thing. So it's e- it's even easier for him to talk about the big boy plays he's making the same. You know, a week after he sells title for 400 million or whatever the fuck it was. So it's, it, it now it's even hitting even harder when he's talking about, oh, niggas mad about the first B. What about this other B that I literally just made last week, too? That shit just hit even harder That's to a me. hell of a way to start a verse right there, boy. Y'all <laughs> niggas still mad about the other B. Let me tell you about this other B. Man, that's a double B. Oh, wait. 
then have your and have the real B drop the hand. Come on, bro. That's that's goat shit. Yeah, that that big boy, that big boy money talk right there. I can't do number respect it. Um, I also I fucked with um I fuck with the uh. The Shorty Low sample joint with her and Migos. I fuck with that. That was cool. I wasn't mad at that. Never, never listen to that again. No, I, I wasn't mad. I, I, I can I can listen to that. And then, of course, the, the pop star with the Drake is probably one of the better songs on here. The, those are the joints. Oh, and the, This Is My Year, even though, again, it's kind of corny. But the, the I like Big Sean. He ripped it. And, and Boogie, A Boogie was decent. Puff was talking big boy shit. I wasn't mad at that. So those are a couple of joints I wasn't mad at. I don't like the A Boogie hook. So we'll do that into what doesn't work for me, I guess. Yeah. We can go right into what doesn't work. Let me get my long list of stuff here. And I really in the long list. Uh, what really didn't work for me is like what you were saying with the sound. Like when it got to the we going crazy with her and me goes, okay, that's not that bad if it comes that's on cool. when we out. I, I get it. At brunch, that's going to sound good. Yep. The I did it with Post Malone, the let's let it go with Bieber and Savage, the body in motion with Tiller, even though it got my boy on there. Like none of that stuff worked for me. Like I didn't like, I don't really listen to A Boogie with the hoodie. I didn't like these songs just because of the people that were on it. They weren't like bad songs, but it just, they didn't move the needle for me, which goes back to what you were saying as far as like, who was the album for? Like this, this really wasn't for all really hip hop fans as far as like I'm gonna have Money Bag. I keep saying Money Bag. Yo, Freddie Gibbs, yeah, uh, Griselda on there because those really the hottest names. Niggas spitting bars right now. You ain't even got niggas like Cole or Kendrick on there. Like you ain't even surprise us with that. It's just a lot of fluff. I hey, like. I ain't gonna lie. If they would have mixed up some Griselda in here with that, uh, that would have been a moment. Savage or like that would have been. Now you talking about a moment, like bro, the first time, like. If this had had, like you said, you got a Griselda 21 Savage or even a Griselda niggas with Jay. You talking about a moment now, because that ain't never happened. That's true. I know them niggas look up to Jay just by how they rap. You get a Benny the Butcher and Jay-Z song? Yeah, that's true. Come on, bro. That's true. That's what you should have been trying to do. I probably get a Freddie Gibbs and Nas. I don't want to hear that. Yeah, you know I mean? nah, you're right. I, nah, that that would have been hard. And, and he could have sprinkled in some youngsters too. I mean, he got, little baby. I'm not counting him because he already kind of in he in MVP contention. He needed to be a young boy on there. Who Kodak, like you said? Yeah, NLE Chopper, niggas like that. I'd have been cool with that. I, that yeah. that would have been cool, and that would have been more of a challenge. And it helped us, me as old niggas, like, oh, okay, I will go check out some of his stuff because I really ain't up on him. I just know his name. You get yeah. one of those young cats like that to tell a song down with Hove or something, you're like, oh, okay. I, I that would have been the challenge. That that show me, and that's what leads me to what didn't work, bro. It was too easy. Show me that you can put that together. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like going to get Post Malone, Megan Thee Stallion, the Baby, and Lil Baby. Those are literally four of the hottest musicians in this genre on earth, dude. Yeah, that's like that's lot. not a challenge, and it still came out slow. Like <laughs> now I'm looking at you like you don't know what you're doing. That song sound like it need to be on the Fast and the Furious soundtrack. Yeah. Like, that's a soundtrack song, bro. Like, Facts. that's can't a do great description. That's I, I can't do nothing with that, bro. Like, that's true. Like, if like if Miller Light came out with a soundtrack, that song would be on it, bro. Like, I don't, I can't do nothing with that shit. Um, the the Justin Timberlake song is atrocious. Like, I don't know what the fuck that is. What kind of uplifting bullshit that is, dude? I don't want to hear that shit. That, that, that sounds like it sounds like a brag. That's that's not like, like Justin Timberlake called him his flat out bro. bro you got to throw me on it, man. The new album, bro. Bro, that song Come is on, trash. Man. And I will say this shout, and I can't take credit for this. Shout out to my guy Jay. He said that her and Migos really probably supposed to have been Rihanna and Migos. 
And when you listen to it and picture Rihanna on it, it would have been f- dumb fire, nigga, because she's slick trying to sound like her on there. And mm. so maybe that was like a reference or something, and he just couldn't get Rihanna. Well, nobody can get Rihanna on the phone right now, but maybe that backfired. There's a couple of moments like that that was probably meant for somebody else. Uh, but other than that, man, like, it's a lot on here I didn't like. Not to say it's just trash, though. Like, I wouldn't – if I had to if I had to rate it, I'd give it, I'd give it three real – I'd give it two and a half reels. It's average. I'd give it, mm. I'd give it an average – Khaled album. He has better projects than this that I would revisit 10 times before this. Like Major Keys and Kiss the Ring. I would revisit that 20 times before I listen to this again. Suffering from Success might be the best one. That's a good one too. That's yeah, that's a good one. Um, yeah, I, to go to the ratings, I give it two and a half as well. Yeah. It's a cool album. Like it's, it's, it's sufficient for what's going on right now. It tests the waters. It let people know that it's safe to start dropping music, big names to start dropping music, to get the traction behind it, to open the offices back up. It was good for that purpose, but um, I'm not doubling back. I'll save a couple of songs for my playlist, the Dirk and Lil Baby joint, the Jay-Z and Nas joint, and I'm out of it. Probably never listen to this album again. Does Khaled deserve an album's ranked episode? He got 12. He got That's 12. We might need to do that next month. That's well, a lot. Me, next week. Cause there's some good songs. That'd be a fly ass playlist. Ooh, a great up. playlist. The best of Khaled albums. That's that a fact. A great playlist. What's What's your favorite DJ Khaled album song? If you had to do it off the top of your head, because I I know the first one that I thought of. Tell me what you thought of, and I'm a, I'm gonna think of something. That uh, Scarface and Nas at Hip Hop. That's banging. Both <laughs> them niggas ate that shit alive. I fucking love that song, nigga. Or even then, then the second one is that Crit. J. Cole, Kendrick. Drake ain't on now. I think I think it's just Creek, J. Cole, and Kendrick. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then Ready Go, Ready Set Go, I think is the name of it. I think I like the man, there was one, and this is a sleeper song, so I'm not gonna say it's like a one of the better songs. Just one of my favorites was on that Suffering from Success. And it was I feel like Pac, I feel like Biggie. Mm. T.I. Verse on there is incredible, nigga. When he referencing all the Biggie and Pac songs, like he was ripping. He ripped that. He was ripping that. King, nigga. That's it. Y'all gotta hey, y'all gotta run that back. I feel like Pac. I feel like Biggie. I don't care about it. It's a uh, Meek Mill and Ross too, but fuck all that. T.I. Verse was stupid on that though. Like I don't know when last time y'all heard that, but run that back. That motherfucker was tough. Um, but yeah. Shout out to shout out to Callie, man. He, he doing his thing, man. Have, fuck it. Have fun with that. Um, let us know what you guys think too, man. Uh, is this fresh new sound from Khaled that you fucking with? You fucking with the Walgreens version of Khaled that we're getting here? Or is it a skip for you too, man? Let us know at On Deck TV Podcast on Instagram. Uh, we got some wins and some losses, dude. What are we passing out, man? Absolutely, man. The W's and the L's this week, man. First, a W to my guy, Money Bag Yo, straight out of M Town, CMG's own. He had a number one album this week, man. He was super humble about it. Shout out to Money Bag, man. Yeah, he was so humble that he raised his show price to 200000 an appearance. Come on with it. Ain't no way. I'm with it, buddy. Ain't nobody giving money back. Yo, two hundred thousand. <laughs> that nigga finna be available like him a know that now. Prices are negotiable. <laughs> oh, he got two hundred thousand OBO behind it, or best offer, nigga. <laughs> nobody giving you that, bro. Uh, w the bird, man. Now we were talking about masters early in Slim Thug. Listen to this number. Big W the bird, man, who was discussing his masters checks, and he was talking about what owning your masters means. And he was like, if you got some heat, 
in your discography, then of course you want to keep your masters. But those songs ain't working and you're not getting anything. For example, those old cash money records bring me 30 to 40 million dollars a year. Big W the baby and what he got going on with that. Jesus Christ. You think what? he paid niggas if he was making that much off old songs, man? Yeah. Jesus. Well, I, what is everybody else getting, bro? It ain't nothing left. Yeah. Are you talking about, 40 I million? think he's talking about the label. He can't be talking about him personally. He can't, be, mean, he can't be. What do you mean? Uh, you talking about him left is like they writing a $30 million check to baby. Yeah, no, nah, you're right. It can't be. It can't be. Because he said he he said he's opened up to clearing samples and stuff. And so, because this was on, he was talking to uh, Wallow mm-hmm. from uh, Me and I want to hear that interview because you know Gilly don't fuck with him. I didn't think. Because he didn't pay him. about that. I need to go listen to that interview. I didn't even know that he was on there, man. I, I fuck with them. They funny on Instagram, uh, Wallow and, and Gilly. I forgot about that. I thought that. Gilly didn't fuck with Baby. So I got to go back and check that out, see how the energy was in that interview. They might have, I think they might have fell out because he was signing the cash money at one time. It wasn't too long ago that Gilly, just too long ago, Gilly was saying, fuck him. Because somebody said something about, you remember the clip went viral because somebody said something about Baby on there. He was like, fuck Baby, fuck him. He'll fuck bigger. And they, they went viral. Damn. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Baby sounded different though. Did you listen to a little bit of it? He sounded kind of his voice sound different. I don't know. Mm-mm. I need, I'm gonna check that out soon. We get done here. Uh, another L to your man, aforementioned youngster NLE Chopper video surfaced of him on the beach being approached by a fan. Words were exchanged. And his crew jumped the fan, but not before NLE Chopper took a shot. <laughs> To the fans. <laughs> Did you see this video? Yes, and this is the epitome of if I'm finna get jumped, you gonna get somebody. One motherfucker, dude. It just happened to be in Ellie Chopper that got caught with the left. He took it like a champ, and he's actually been on social media joking about it. He said, Y'all laughing at me getting hit, and I'm laughing at me getting put in his headlock. And it was like a real quick glimpse of him kind of in a little semi headlock. And he screenshot it talking. So he, he's he's giving it good energy. He's funny, man. Hey, dude wasn't going, man. Whoever rolled right. up on them niggas was ready for it. He was ready. Like, because it was six or seven of them niggas. And he Tough. was, he he was, was dolo. on the motorcycle, like, ready. He was dolo. He he wanted all the smoke with them niggas, man. I got to get some bigger niggas in the crews, man. These niggas be having little fleas in the crew, man. I, see, why these little niggas shoot everybody? <laughs> niggas don't be big as shit, man. That big nigga was working them. All right, man. Before we end it, uh, L, an update, actually, to YFN Lucci's situation. If you remember, we talked about him earlier being released on a murder. Uh, he got indicted for murder. Uh, they were trying to figure out what happened to him, but he was out on bail from that. He violated his probation two weeks ago by going to the strip club, and his lawyers were fighting that. And today, charges were released. He's involved in a RICO case with the Bloods and I think it was Fulton or DeKalb County. I'm not sure. Mm. Uh, but things are looking ugly for Lucci. He is now being asked to turn himself in. Yikes. Um, he was part of a 12-man. They looking for Either they're looking for it or they've already arrested 12 people, and they got them on about 105 counts of racketeering, which is nuts. Hate that for YFN Lucci. Random question, though. Was he the first rapper with the three letters in front of his name? He might have been the first one, because now everybody does that now. He might have been the first person to bring that to the game. He, I don't think he get enough respect for that. Um, he might have been the first, bro. I can't think of the uh, – not counting ASAP. 
Not counting ASAP. That's who I was trying to think of. They, 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 that's that's close. But the three letter niggas, he's hmm. the OG Bobby Johnson of that shit. Is it Easy. other YFN niggas? Not that I know of. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't no other rapper. It's just a YFN. I think it's, it's like a set. Okay. That makes that's sense. Nuts. Man. That's nuts uh, when you're the only one. Yeah, that's nuts. We were talking about Takashi earlier, and I think that this is what we're seeing as the Takashi effect. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not sure how in-depth the YFN Lucci was with these crimes. I'm not sure how in-depth a nigga like Casanova was with those crimes, but you're looking, in my opinion, at two cases where police say if that rapper with the colorful hair flipped on these people and they didn't have to do much, let's try this with other rappers. Let's try mm-hmm. it with other niggas that are affiliated with gangs who we know we can tie in some bullshit crimes, hit them with Ricos, and get them to tell them the niggas is really doing this shit. Niggas got to be careful with this shit now. I think that this is the backlash of Takashi doing all of this shit. Now they think that they can turn rappers. And that's the focus. You hate to see it. Hate uh, to see it, man. Respect to Lucha, man. Hold your head. Um, real quick, on deck of the week's a two-parter. We're going to Patreon. Shout out to AJ. He left a comment. I don't want to spoil, because we, me and you, we reviewed Views, Drake's album, and we both had bold proclamations. And he was shocked at my part of the proclamation. So I'm not going to spoil exactly what it is. Patreon.com slash real. Oh, I was going to spoil it because I got a text from a nigga about your proclamation. Of, my proclamation. You don't want me to read the text? On. You want niggas to listen to the Patreon? Spot on, nigga. No, it's not. It's absolutely not. Um, but shout out to AJ for the comment and shout out to Darnell and Bakari, new subscribers to the Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash realville. Hit the link in the uh, description to subscribe. We also did the uh, Rough Riders volume one too, man. So that was good revisiting that. Um, and then a bonus on Decker of the week for Steven. Shout out him, man. He, <laughs> he had posted his top five draft picks off of our last week's episode. He said, man, I've been feeling some type of way for a week, man. They totally disregarded my lineup, <laughs> which was better than No, I'm, that, that's my fault, too, and I take complete blame because I text him. He texts me the lineup, man, so that's, that's really my fault. I should have read it. <laughs> but his lineup, his first pick was Freddie Gibbs. Second pick was Lil Baby. Third pick was Reason. Fourth pick was Mick Jenkins. Fifth pick was Propane. Hey, okay, he take out Nick. He added – he had Nick Grant on there first. Oh, okay, okay, okay. swapped him out for a reason. But that's a good list, man. That, that's that, a good that's list. 100% my fault. I didn't submit it because he did send it over to me in time last week, man. So that's a dope list. Slash on deck of him. And Darnell, too. Darnell, my guy, signed up for the Patreon. He said that you were uh, essentially the hip-hop version of Skip Bayless <laughs> for your take on views. <laughs> so you guys, make sure you go to Patreon and check out why Darnell called Animal Brown the Skip Bayless of hip-hop, man, for his take on the Views album. Put me on something for this week. Um, I'm going sports with it. The NBA season is wrapping up. My Pistons, hey, guys, everybody put all the energy that you have in your body right now to my Pistons losing out for the rest of the season so we can get this number one pick, guys. Pay very close attention to sports. My Pistons are losing. I'm putting you on losing, tanking. I'm here for it. I'm here for the rebuild. Shout out to my guys over at FSP. Uh, we fading for Cade. Fade for Cade. That's what we're doing right now, guys. Put that energy in the air for that number one pick. Let's go. Wake me up when that's over. 
No. Uh, you went to the movies? Did you go to the movies this week? No, I did not. Oh, you didn't go to the movies like you said. I thought you wanted to go see it in the movies. To my Mortal Kombat? Whatever the last movie you said you were going. You said you were going to the theater. I was going to go see Mortal Kombat, but I couldn't wait. I was too excited. I had to watch it at the crib. Mm. Well, my put on is TV. And it's not great TV, but it's serviceable. Ran into a lot of serviceable TV. That Michael B. Joy movie was trash. It looks oh, slow. my God. It looks slow. Oh, it was bad, dude. Like, the first 20 minutes of it. I'm a dialogue person. It was it was t- bad. Uh-huh. Uh, but City on the Hill on Showtime. Shout out my guy, Coach Locke. Shout out my guy, M Extra, man. They've been trying to put me on this show. I'm putting you on a performance. Kevin Bacon is absolutely bodying his role as the detective there. That's the one of the few bright points of the series, though, because he's surrounded by so I don't know if Kevin Bacon is that good in the series or if everybody else is just that bad. But it's worth watching to to just see Kevin Bacon navigate the bad acting that he's being put in front of. City on the Hill comes on Showtime on Sundays. It's about six episodes in on season two. So if you ain't seen any of it, you get a whole season of binge. And it's 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 one of those shows where it's laughable funny. Not where you get mad. You're like, dude, yeah, right. But something happened, you're like, Pfft. and you like just kind of smirk it off. But I like it. Definitely skipping that one. Appreciate that. Yeah, uh, it's not a must-see at all. <laughs> definitely not a must-see. <laughs> it did not sound like a must-see. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Bacon body in it though. When the last time Kevin Bacon bodied anything, though? What year? He's bodying this. He's playing a racist cop in Boston. So, I mean, it might be right up his alley. But he, <laughs> he's bodying this shit. <laughs> Jackie Roar. Oh, uh, man. That's our show for today, guys. Appreciate y'all tapping in again. YouTube.com slash Realville. Make sure you like and subscribe. And go to Patreon, man. Check out the movies. Check out the music. Check out the sports. Check out the fashion content that we have. RealvilleMedia.com, as always. Thank you all for supporting The Real. We appreciate it. Yep. Go over to YouTube, too. Rate, subscribe, like the videos. Watch us over on YouTube and also iTunes. Don't forget to leave a comment and to rate the episodes. We really appreciate that. We out. Yes, sir.